by military moms, dads, and grandparents. At Military Network Radio, we know that everyone serves in a military family, and we know how hard it can be to provide a great education for our military kids. K-12 believes every child is uniquely brilliant. So to prepare them for college and success beyond high school, they deserve an education designed just for them. Learn more at k12.com forward slash grade about enrolling. A child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious, others inventive, sometimes analytical. K-12 is a full-time, tuition-free online option to traditional public school. Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. K-12 programs teach to and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12 power schools go on to find colleges and universities, enhancing their ability to succeed. Be part of the community of military families throughout the world who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K-12 education. K-12 welcomes students for grades K through 12. Visit k12.com forward slash grade or call 855-628-9531 for more information about enrolling. That's 855-628-9531 and k12.com forward slash grade. Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Welcome to Military Network Radio. We are so very glad you've joined us this morning. We have a wonderful show planned for you that will really have a lot of meaning for many, many, many of our listeners and their families. But first of all, I'd like to introduce a new co-host to you. Tosambra Kimes is joining us, and she is just a wonderful veteran, mother, caregiver, um, so talented in so many different areas. I'll let her tell you a little bit about herself, but she'll be joining us every three weeks as a new co-host. And we are very, very pleased to have her on the program this morning. So welcome to Sombra. Thank you, Linda. Good morning. I'm very happy to be a part of the show. So I am excited. Like you said, I am I am a veteran and a caregiver. My husband just recently retired, so I'm on that side of the house and I'm a military brat. I think once you're once you're uh, a dependent growing up in the military, that's that's one title that sticks with you for life, right? With those experiences. <laughs> so I'm definitely happy to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you and your expertise. It really does make a difference. Today, we're going to be talking about cognitive disorders, whether it's Alzheimer's, dementia, or traumatic brain injury, each of which have different root causes. But the importance of being able to have cognitive therapy, help, entertainment even, tools for independence. And we're going to be talking about a new tool that will be very important to families who want to have a different new way to help manage, learn, and to relate better to their family members. And I'm I'm so pleased that you are on this program because I think we both were talking prior to the show how each of us have seen how Alzheimer's, dementia, and TBI injuries are treated in the military. 
And we have such a spectrum among veterans um, in age, experience, and conditions. And I think we all know that any improvement or tool that is available is of great value. Maybe you could talk a little bit about how you've seen care and uh, TBI and dementia and Alzheimer's treated in the military and how some improvements could be made. Yes, you know, I, I have a, a personal experience with it because my, my husband was injured uh, overseas. And when he came back, I mean, he he really had all the signs of TBI. And I, I must say right now, I'm more aware of it. But when it happened, I had no clue. I just knew mm-hmm. something wasn't right. Um, and so I think that definitely getting the information out is is a start when, when it comes to the military is, you know, educating not just the soldiers, but the spouses, because a lot of time the soldiers, they, they just don't even want to talk about it. They don't want to mm-hmm. admit anything is wrong whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, educating the spouses, I think, is definitely something that um, is a good starting point. Uh, you know, I so. totally agree with that. And I think that there's so much else that goes on whenever we have either memory issues, cognition issues, thinking issues, problem resolution. Um, you know, there's there's a difference, you know, when you're looking at Alzheimer's and dementia, um, it could be something that comes on slowly. When you're looking at TBI, you're looking that could come on quickly or slowly, both. Right. But cognition is such an important part of who we are and mental processing and being able to to think to to resolve good memories how to gain the help we might need it's it's vital to our personalities and i think it's really important so i would love to introduce um, our guest today the first guest will be the co-founder of a tool we'll be talking about today called MindMate. And if you are near a computer as you're watching today, you can go to mind, M-I-N-D, mate, M-A-T-E, dash app, A-P-P, dot com, and follow along with us and learn a little bit more as you go there. So Patrick Renner is with us, the co-founder of MindMate. And Patrick, we welcome you to Military Network Radio. Hi, Linda. Thank you so much for, for having me today. Well, I think it's a delight. We found out just before we came on the air that you are joining us today from Germany instead of New York City, as I thought. So I really admire that you just jumped right on. The the wonders of technology, yes? No, no problem at all. It's a a real pleasure. And I think it's just in the afternoon here. It's four o'clock. So it's Mm -hmm. just fine. It's perfect. That is perfect. If you've been in Hawaii, it would have been very, very, very early. So this is, you're right. It worked in the correct direction. Patrick, talk to me about how you became interested in cognition and issues um, that created to the creation of MindMate. That's actually a good question. So um, I'm from Germany originally. And before you go to a college in Germany, you have to do like a civil service or like a community service. And I actually spent my my year in a senior living facility there. And I worked very closely with later stage dementia patients. And I just saw how they are basically cared for and treated. And I was not really like satisfied with the way people basically uh, handle dementia patients. Um, and then I went to, to Glasgow, to the UK to, to do my studies. And I met Roger, one of my co-founders. And he actually cared for seven years for his grandfather, who had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, and we just um, met at uni and just thought, okay, let's build something which can really help these people, which can really make a difference for the patient, but also for the caregivers and the families. It's basically how MindMed started. Well, anything that has a personal component to it always means there's extra motivation. So I'm imagining that both you and Roger used your experiences and observations to come up with the things that were needed. As you were looking at starting doing this, did you have an overall umbrella view of, okay, here are cognition injuries or gradual worsening changes? Um, what were the standard therapies and, and how you could improve upon them? Or, or yeah. was it less personal than that? So actually, we had we were lucky enough to work very closely with the University of Glasgow in, um, from, from the very start of MindMate. So we had like access to very, very good researchers. Mm-hmm. And basically, we, we based our tool on the uh, recent published finger study, which actually showed that the right combination of um, brain training, the right nutrition and physical exercises can help slow down Alzheimer's or dementia and can really make a difference in the in the everyday life. That's basically our um, research foundation we use for developing MindMate. It's an amazing tool. And I, I think that you have come up with something that is going to be in great use. How did it come to also be used for traumatic brain injury and cognitive therapy? That's actually a, a funny story because... Um, um, Terry and, and his, his friends, they actually um, went to Glasgow at some point. Um, I think it was, it was early, early this year because there was like a Jerry Olympic uh, event there. And I heard about in Glasgow about MindMate and it just downloaded it and, con- and contacted me through our website. And then Terry told me, you know, Patrick, um, I have TBI and I really find MindMate very useful. And that's basically how we first um, found out about about our like the, the more broader usage of use of MindMate. You know, it, I, I also find that there's so much, I don't want to call it baggage, but for lack of a better word, let's use the word baggage. There's so much mystery, um, baggage and thought about dementia and Alzheimer's. And can you dispel some of the myths that people may have about this diagnosis, about coming to the diagnosis, yeah. and talk about how there there really is a lot still to be hopeful for. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really important point for the whole MindMate story itself, because we strongly believe in that life isn't over if you're diagnosed with dementia, mm-hmm. because it's not like, it's like, as you said earlier, it's it can take up to seven years um, until like the full development of, of Alzheimer's. And in the in the seven years, you can still have a good life, especially with if you are supported by family members or by great organizations or a good tool. So that's basically what, what we want to achieve with Mind. Maybe we are a strong believer when it comes to living fully with, with dementia. You know, I, I love um, one aspect that I know that you brought in on purpose. Um, it, people tend to learn um, when there is more emphasis on entertainment than on education, and you can actually com- accomplish both of them exactly. at the same time. And I think that that's what you have, have worked with to do here. As you were developing things and as you were um, working with the researchers, you mentioned nutrition, brain training, um, and, and cognition work. So how did you come about with the brain training portion 
Uh, and, and what were the vital pieces to it that really attracted you? And so basically, again, research. And what we have done is there are a lot of good brain training apps out there, um, very good providers, but they're not really user-friendly for the senior generation. So what we are trying to do is basically take the fun part of the brain games and make them accessible for the senior generation or dementia uh, patients. Perfect. We're going to stop there. We have a short break, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back. Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. some fun facts about noses and ears I'll bet you didn't know. Did you know your ears secrete more earwax when you're afraid than when you aren't? And generally people with asthma have better hearing than those who don't. Now here's a word for you. When someone gets their ears pierced, they're actually piercing their pinna. The pinna is the fleshy part of the earlobe. Did you know it's possible to sneeze so hard you can break a rib? That happened to my husband's secretary once. And according to research, you'll blow your nose 250 times this year. Scientists have also determined that the smell in your right nostril is more pleasant, while the smell in your left nostril is more accurate. By the way, twice as many men as women can wiggle their ears. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We are so glad to have you back with us. We're continuing our discussion with Patrick Renner, and we're going to introduce Terry Morgan, who Patrick mentioned in the first segment, who is a TBI survivor and who has been helping Patrick by taking this wonderful tool that's being used for Alzheimer's and dementia and also being able to use it for cognitive reasoning and logic and games and entertainment with traumatic brain injury. So without further ado, welcome, Terry, to Military Network Radio. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on here. Thanks for having me. We are very happy to have you on. So I'll give a big, broad question, and I'll let Patrick and Terry take this between the two of you. How okay. does this tool help those with memory problems? I can. Uh, I uh, let me let me take that for a second. Uh, 
I have files and files of stuff that I've done over the last 20 years since I've been a TBI survivor. And I have to go back to those files and get uh, items to look at and try to help my memory and go over the stuff that I've learned over the last 20 years. Now, where Patrick came in and we met, it was like like all those files were in his head and he put it in an app. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and all the all the training really over the last twenty years i've got I've got most of everything that I've had over the last twenty years in file in a file box boxes and when I met Patrick, he showed me mindmate explained to me what it does, and it's so much better, so much easier to access uh the games on there in fact, I'm still going through speech therapy I'm going through eye therapy uh occupational therapy. And everything on MindMate is so much simpler than what I'm going through. I can't refuse what I'm going through, but honestly, MindMate has covered everything that they're covering. And they send me home with paper copies again, and I come home and get on my MindMate, and it's right there. There's there's no reason for paper copies anymore. So I appreciate that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Terry. but. Since people may not have MindMate open or looking at it, can you talk a little bit about what it contains and why it is so useful to you for traumatic brain injury and memory problems? Well, the first thing I noticed about it was that it had all the information, like the information for your your medications, reminders, uh, your doctors, who they might be when your appointments come up, uh, reminders for those. And then the other thing, all your records, and then you have access to those, and you can carry those around with you wherever you go to different doctors and hospitals, and or you can have it uh, just access if you're in one facility. You can have access to everything. And then the other thing I like about it is it makes it fun also. There's games. I, I just played a music game the other night. I think there was 12 songs. And it plays the song, and then you're supposed to guess the name and the title, the name of the artist and then the title. So, you know, I was two out of 12, and I thought I was pretty good at music. So it it challenged me. So I'll go back through it and play it and play it until I know all of them. And uh, so it's it's fun, but also it it takes place of a lot of uh, information that I have on on paper. It gives me instant access to it. So I saw that it it gives you an option to kind of communicate with family members. Have you been using that a lot? Is that a helpful tool as well? Absolutely. I, I just actually talked to a facility uh, here in Ohio, and they're one of the top in Ohio as far as facilities go. And I was kind of interviewing them just for another friend of mine, and I asked, how often do you have family meetings? And I was thinking that they would say once a week. And they say every 90 days we inform the family of what's going on. And to me that's unacceptable. When there's an app like MindMate, uh, that can give you instant access to what's going on and keep you updated at the minute. Anytime you want to know, you can get on that mind rate and get access to what's going on. And so the facility that I'm talking about uh, is a wonderful facility, and I don't want to take that away from them. But right. I want to share mind rate with them so the families and those that are in care does not have to wait 90 days. And then those that are in care, they can be playing games, they can be doing things and contacting their families, have uh, 
you know, uh, conversations with them. And it just makes uh, just makes a lot of sense. I think that's Ty. I think uh, you're cutting TBI's, in and out uh, with the military. Oh, am I cutting in and out? Can you hear me? Okay, we can hear you fine now. Okay, so my question. Guys uh, hmm. and and the military members, I think what a great tool for this to be used for communication and to be tracking. Um, and then it goes back to looking at the family. Well, you know, my kids kind of communicating um, because they're kind of involved. For me, it's it's a personal experience I shared kind of earlier with my husband um, who who's had a TBI before, and you know, I wonder how we can incorporate kids in that. Patrick, uh, Patrick is there could any probably answer that, but from my standpoint, the kids yep. uh, they can play the games and then so, build. So Patrick, go ahead. I have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, can explain no that better than I can. <laughs> but, uh, actually, it's 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 brand a brand new feature or app we just launched. I think three weeks ago. It's called Mindmade Family, and what what it does is actually it's designed for family members. So basically, you can link your iPhone or just basically every smartphone to the tablet the person is using with TBI or or Alzheimer's. So so you will be able to share pictures, make a video call see the progress in the games, create a to-do list, all the things you can do um, with the tablet, you can do it now remotely with your phone and basically help, uh, uh, offer a help, helping hand remotely. That's amazing because I think that that is, is so very important when people need to communicate and, and being able to have that aspect added to it. I think that's marvelous. I, I have to bring up the obvious point though. Some people who are having Alzheimer and dementia issues uh -huh. at this point are of a generation that they are less comfortable with technology, yeah. where technology is less embraced. What has been your experience in introducing MindMate into a new situation, a new family, um, when there's been sort of an aversion to, I don't want to email, I'm definitely not going to uh, FaceTime anyone. Um, what do you suggest or how has it worked for you with introduction of technology where someone may be a little more reluctant? <laughs> it is actually a pretty good question and quite a common question I get asked quite often. Um, so basically what I was was what I'm always saying is that you can't just give a tablet to, to them and just um, tell them, okay, now you, you have to use it because it's mm -hmm. not going to work. Um, so what we are seeing quite often working pretty well is just sitting down for one or two hours, mm -hmm. uh, go through the app and actually play a game together because then it's, it's quite fun. They're getting their first medal or trophy or whatever, and they're feeling like a first sense of achievement and it really mind made can, is, is fun to use. And then you slowly introduce all the other tools with MindMate, so the reminders or the, the FaceTime feature. Um, and it's actually, it's working pretty well so far. But to be honest, it's not for everyone. Um, I would say for 90%, it's suitable, but there are always these 10% which don't just don't want to use technology at all. And then it's fine as well. There are other great tools out there for them. That's a, that's a very valid point. But it seems to me that even if the person didn't want to use it, the family could use it to stay yeah. in touch um, and to best understand progression and, and certainly understand the meds and the care and all of that kind of thing. Um, but I, I think there's always a, a small cohort that um, would prefer not to. 
What yep. do you do about, and this is a big topic, so forgive me if we have to bleed into the next segment on this. Let's first talk about the four elements of support and improvement that you see using MindMate, because you had goals when you created this. You saw a need, you created it, and some of it was the self-management, as you mentioned, with the Mm -hmm. um, reminders and things. But talk about those, independence and and what it can do other than just entertaining people. Tell them about the real underlying um, capabilities underneath this app. So yeah, where should I start? So basically, uh, let's start with the games. So basically, they are they are based on science, and we are actually working very closely with the National Health Service in the UK, mm-hmm. um, and they are using MindMed already with a plenty of um, care home or care facilities um, all around Scotland and England. And what they are seeing is actually an, an improvement of their uh, attention span of the residents, and um, with just playing the games. And they are playing, I think once a day at least 10 minutes mm. so that's actually a, a benefit we, we are seeing at the moment um in regards to self-management we are tracking basically uh, a lot of things in the back end of, of our applications so we're able to see um how people are using the app and we are also asking them questions how they are feeling today and if they're feeling better after basically performing a certain event in the app and what we are seeing at the moment in our data is that in 90 percent of the cases people who are using mindbait feel better or just neutral after using the app um, for 10 minutes or more? You know, it's, it's fascinating because it seems to me that it would um, be, be, it might be daunting to start with, but I think you talked about how it there's achievement, there's the feeling of um, doing something actively on something that mm-hmm. has a relentless course. Let's face it. But if you can slow down the course, if you can make life richer during that time period, it seems as though that part would really grow on people. Is that your experience? Yeah, yeah. So basically what we're trying to do is basically improve the quality of life. So we would love to slow it down, but it's actually we can't prove it at the moment. We believe strongly that it can really help slow it down, but we would never basically make this claim yet. So mm-hmm. basically what we are trying to achieve is give them a better quality of life together with their family. So providing them with a tool which can really make a difference in their lives. So what I'm also hearing, and we have just a very short time period left under under a minute, is yeah. that you're also raising self-confidence, which is something that can be really knocked when given this diagnosis. Yes, yeah, actually a really, a really good point. You have to basically tell the families, but also the person who is diagnosed that life isn't over, that you can still have a good life also with, with dementia or Alzheimer's. And it's actually why we also put like really compelling stories in our app of people who basically explain that they still have a good life and life isn't over. Excellent point and a good stopping point for our next break. We will be back with Patrick Renner and Terry Morgan after some short messages. You're listening to Military Network Radio and we will be right back. Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating, and exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. And now every week she's here to share her knowledge with you. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, the sky is never the limit. As a matter of fact, there is no limit. Tune in to Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Brain Lady Anderson, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Lessons in Joyful Living Radio Network. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We're continuing our discussion about traumatic brain injury, cognition, and a new tool that is really helping. Terry, you said that when you began, you had a file for 20 years of traumatic brain injury assist tools, if you will. And then you were really taken with the ability to find most everything that you needed and were finding helpful to you. But most importantly, you said it made you feel better about yourself. So your self-worth became so uh, much more improved after using this. Talk about that, if you would. Actually, self-worth to me, uh, you know, I worked for 38 years to get where I was at. And that was a, I was a contractor before, and then I went into uh, to full-time being a pastor. And I worked for 38 years in, on those two things to get to where I was at. And then all of a sudden, because of my traumatic brain injury, while I was a pastor, uh, I, I suffered this uh, traumatic brain injury. I lost everything that I had worked for, everything that I'd worked for, other than my family. Because of the traumatic brain injury, I could no longer be a pastor, so my self-worth went out the window. And I thought about some things that I could do, and then I tried to do them, and no, I, I, I couldn't do them. And so I fought and fought and fought, trying to uh, trying to be the Terry that I was before, the Terry that if you called me, I could do anything that you asked me to do, just about, or I'd at least uh, attempt to do it. Then I got to a place to where I wouldn't talk to anybody, I wouldn't see anybody, I was hibernated pretty well. And so everything that I'd worked for for 38 years was just out the door. And then I went to uh, a Center for Comprehensive Services in Nashville, Tennessee, and my speech therapist, her name is Cynthia, and she actually moved from that that center and worked at Fort Bragg, or Fort Campbell, I'm sorry, Fort Campbell, and she was my speech therapist. And what she did was amazing. She gave me little, little things to do, like she told me to go down to the kitchen and get a straw and one piece of, or one napkin and bring it back to her. And I thought, this is really stupid. 
<laughs> but she did that. And then she told me to go outside and get a newspaper. And she gave me the change to do it. And then she told me to go outside and make a map of how I went outside to get the newspaper. And again, I thought it was stupid. But what she was doing was building self-confidence. So after 30 days of being there, I was actually sorting mail. When the mail would come in, I was able to sort it into different boxes in the center, in the the health center there. And so she was building self-worth, and what I thought was just, you know, silly stuff. What you know, Getting a napkin and a straw, what what, what difference is that going to make? <laughs> so she built my self-worth. So after 30 days there, I, I had my self-worth back. I started getting better. And when I left after 90 days, I was a completely different person. Now, one thing I think is a traumatic brain injury, or even as Alzheimer's, and I can only speak for a traumatic brain injury, uh, they told me, Actually, last fall, after 21 years, I'd been working, trying to get better. I thought if I just got to the right doctor that I would be just the Terry that I used to be. All right, for one thing, I'm 21 years older, so that's never going to happen. But the uh, (laughs) neuropsychologist said, Terry, you know, we can help you, but we can't fix you. We cannot cannot get you back to who you were before. So I think that's the the baseline. We talked about baseline uh, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit earlier. But baseline is knowing that you will never be what you were before. And that needs to be brought up, I think, more earlier, earlier than 21 years. And that's what I waited on, with somebody just to tell me that. So it was eye-opening, it was disappointing, but it was certainly the best thing that ever happened to me because now, since last October, I've been building towards something that I know that I can do instead of something that I think I can do. So and that makes you, a huge difference. Ty, you have a question. Well, I just wanted to add to, because, you know, sharing that story really kind of opens up an explanation for me. It helps me understand why denial is such a, a big deal. You know, I didn't really equate it to, you know, the kind of the self-worth. Um, you know, and, it, and it's just so important, especially when, as a, as a family member, trying to help, you know, your family member who's dealing with either Alzheimer's or dealing with, you know, TBI, you know, how do you kind of help them overcome that? Because it's it's really important to help them build that. And it's really important to, you know, to help them overcome that, that shame. Yeah, there is a stigma, I, they, I guess, is what go. you're saying, correct? Correct. Yes. So, Terry, how did that help you? Well, uh, it's just a little thing that I can accomplish now. It's almost like being back in school, you know, when you get a good grade, how that made you feel instead of not working and getting a bad grade. But now I work for something and anything that I accomplish, it can be just the smallest thing. And I'm still working at the church, so I'll go around and I fix things, just little bitty things like maybe a a, a switch on the wall that needs fixed. I'll fix it and somebody will say, well, who done that? And I say, Terry done that. So that gives him self-worth. It's just a switch. It's four screws. That's all it is. It's four screws. You replace the switch, and that gave, that gives me so much self-worth because I've done something that somebody else, either they didn't want to do it or couldn't do it. Either way, I was able to do that. And so, just the little things like that gives me self-worth. So for your husband that you're talking about, it's very important to know that what he was in the military and I, I can't speak from that, but I do know what I was as a pastor. I was very well respected. I had the title, 
Uh, I had everything going for me. I worked so many hours to know so many people and help so many people, and then all of a sudden I'm on my back asking God, you know, why? I don't, I don't understand this. And then it comes back around to where now I have a better understanding of people that I go visit in the hospital or veterans or family members that uh, don't have all the facilities that, that in their head or in their body that they once had. So somebody in the military, I, the only way that I can think about that would be the title that I had as a pastor and the respect that that title demands in a lot of ways. But in the military, certainly, that, that demands respect. And right. so to lose that by coming home, for one thing, and then losing that not by choice, not by coming home because it was your time, but because you had an injury. That's got to be devastating. So anything that you can do to build self-worth within those that come home that have served, that have worn the uniform, that have paid the price, gone through the training, done something that was horrific, I, I can't imagine that. All my stuff is it's done it, here in the States, and so I cannot imagine that. It's, it's very, very challenging. Um, you know, when my husband first returned from his deployment and he, he had gotten injured over there and so when he returned it, it was very difficult he would black out quite often you know he was he had it had a tympanoplasty i guess that's what it's called tympanoplasty where he had to reconstructure his like eardrum and everything um you know there was for him, he had all these medical issues going on, but he refused to acknowledge that he had medical issues going on. Um, so it was, you know, trying to remind him, honey, you have this appointment, you know, at this time. Well, no, I don't have this appointment. He, you know, his memory was, was just not there. Um, and then it caused a lot of issues for, for our family because it was me constantly trying to remind him and then knowing that he was dealing with an issue, but he was in complete denial with it. And like you said, losing that, you know, it goes back to self-worth. You know, he's, he's having to deal with not being the, the person that, that he's not anymore. But I'm so thankful that, you know, there's the programs like, you know, the MindMate now. I mean, I think that would be a great tool to kind of use. I mean, they all like to play games, and I mean, my husband, he loves music, and just even like the self-management piece, you know, the medications and tracking those things and tracking the appointments, that was challenging even for myself as, as a caregiver, as a spouse, to manage all of that in addition to everything else that I had to keep keep up with. So You know... Let's add the science back into this. Patrick, um, as you develop this, I'm imagining in order to be able to show progress, is there a baseline um, portion to this tool or is it something that's just sort of inherently built in and uh, tests and games progress uh, automatically? So it's actually an automatic process um, because the app actually learns how 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 well you perform in the games. So mm -hmm. either they're getting like more difficult 
or even like easier if, if you need it. And then if you start improving, it will get harder again, obviously. Um, but as I mentioned before, we really wanted to make sure that we work very closely with researchers. Mm -hmm. So basically for every section, our app for the nutrition part, for the games part, we have like a medical advisor and we always basically consulting our advisors if we introduce more features or if we just uh, want to improve uh, a, a, a thing in our app. So there is science behind it. So there is, a, it's, it, so it will automatically, it's a, it's a smart app, in other it words. Is, yeah. That's it amazing. Is, yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So if someone first tried it and found it to be a little daunting, they would know that, or you would know, and they could see eventually that, the next test or the next tool or the next game that came up, um, they could accomplish. So you are actually very closely working on good days and bad days. And I, I think it's very interesting. I happen to have it open on my iPad in front of me. And you start every session with, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that is very important, it seems. Um, state of mind, quality of life. And if you are asked those questions, it it does cause you to think about those things too, doesn't it? Something you might not automatically think of. It does. And the good thing is it will be pushed over to your family member, to your family member's app. So actually they can see how you're feeling today. And if you're not that well today, we actually encourage you to get in touch, maybe give a, give, give a phone call or just send a short message just to basically uh, let them know that you're there for them. That's basically the idea behind it. So you're also adding the connection piece. Exactly. Yeah, it will be automatically tr triggered to them, yeah. Because Terry mentioned the fact that he felt isolated and depression often can settle in as well. So you are encouraging connection, outreach, yeah. learning, accomplishment, just a few things that make life a lot better. Very interesting. And so your results, we will talk about those after the break. We have just a short time here but would you say that you are encouraged with the results that you are seeing working with your researchers oh yeah definitely um we're seeing so many good things happening we're getting basically every day five messages from our users how helpful our tool is and it's really like pushing us forward to work even harder to make it better and so i imagine there are lots of things on the drawing board as it were to oh, work yeah. on as you go for <laughs> i love when i hear that energy <laughs> good because that's important and perhaps you'll uh, give us a little hint into one or two of those after the break. We will have a short message and we will be back with our discussion with Patrick Renner and Terry Morgan. Thank you for listening to Military Network Radio. We're Military Network Radio and we'll be right back after these short messages. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. It's 
Did you hear about the hound dog that participated in a 13-mile race in Elkmont, Alabama? According to Runner's World, the two-and-a-half-year-old hound dog named Ludivine was just horb-gorbling in her backyard when she heard the runners lining up for the trackless train track half marathon in the distance. Somehow, she found her way to the starting line and began sprinting alongside the other runners. According to Keith Henry, the winner of the race, Ludivine cut in front of him and the other runners several times. They had to be careful not to trip over the pooch. As it turned out, Ludivine crossed the finish line in seventh place with a time of one hour and 33 minutes. According to her owner, that was a pretty impressive showing for a normally scabberlatcher dog. Scabberlatcher is another word for lazy. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We are so busy talking on the break that I, I want to make sure that you have the benefit of all of the things that we're talking about because we're loaded with questions. So let's go back and continue our discussion on the science and working with the, the researchers and the feedback that you're getting and the, and the outcomes. So you mentioned at the very beginning, in addition to brain training and perhaps slowing the progression of dementia and Alzheimer's, I know it's not promised, but you're looking at it for that. You also mentioned nutrition and and working with the family and the connection, the communications, social aspects that are very, very important to quality of life, which, as we all know, hope is a wonderful healer in many ways um, Mm -hmm. and helps our days start and end. So, Patrick, can you talk a little bit more about that? We broke off very shortly before the break, and I think it's important. Yo, yeah, definitely. So I think we're reaching now around 50,000 downloads already for, for MindMate, so it's just like uh, half a year now in the App Store. So we're actually getting a lot of uh, useful user feedback already, and we have probably a 1,000 messages already from people who are using MindMate and how it helps them. And as you mentioned before, we have several sections in our app, such as nutrition, physical exercise, and the brain games. And the interesting thing here is actually that a lot of people um, enjoy different things now in, in MindMate. So a lot of them enjoy playing the games, which is good, but a lot of them also like doing the physical exercises, and some really like the nutrition advice or the music quizzes or the television or whatever. But I think the important thing is basically to give them a sense of achievement and to encourage them to do um, things which are really helpful for them. Because if you do physical exercises, it will help you. If you do brain training, it will help you. And if you just enjoying uh, music quizzes, it will help you as well. So basically, no matter what you're doing in my bed, it, it basically can make a difference in your life. And that's what we're trying to achieve with MindMate. Well, and it's interesting because exercise and music, as well as nutritional certain supplements and, and certain healthy eating habits, yeah are definitely in the news more and more each day. And it is it is a very important aspect to things. Terry, when you were working this through for the TBI, um, were you using also the nutrition aspect and music aspects? Uh, definitely the music, the nutrition. Uh, my meals are, are pretty well planned. So, uh, and that's hard for me to understand. So... <laughs> Definitely the music. <laughs> I, I consider that challenging because I'm a music person and I know, you know, I think I know everything and then I go through it and try to play it 
and then I don't okay. remember. And and so it it, it makes me want to want to try more. It makes me want to know more. It makes me want to uh, to listen again and to pay attention. And I well, think when you have a traumatic brain injury, for one thing, people don't know how to react to you. Mm-hmm. And for the listeners out there, that uh, if you come home a different person and your family does not know how to react to you, please give them a chance to adjust because it's just it's a huge adjustment for the family. Mm-hmm. When you come home as a different person, whether you're injured or not, you're a different person, just like I am. Um, but uh, the, the problem with traumatic brain injury is a lot of people won't talk to you. In fact, if I tell somebody I have a traumatic brain injury, they talk slower and they lean into me. <laughs> and I, I don't I don't know where that comes from because I I, I think that I um, talk okay most of the time, but they do. When I say TBI, they they say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have been talking slower." No, let's carry on a normal conversation as much as possible. And then where I can't, let me be. But uh, help the family to understand that it is different, that it is going to be a, uh, a, a huge change. With MindMate, that's going to help you out. Uh, I didn't have that. So I didn't have things that I could play or show my family that I was doing other than on paper. And so with, with MindMate, you've got that right in front of you where you can play a game together. And certainly with younger children now, with those that are coming back that have been serving, with younger children, that's the way their mind goes. So if you can adapt to them, they can adapt to you, uh, you're going to be successful in a different way. You bring up a really good point about people not knowing how to react. And I I think that being having this in your pocket um, is very important because if you have raised your self-confidence, if you have accepted where you are and, and yet you are on the road to improvement in your quality of life, it seems to me that you're going to give off a different vibe to people as opposed to getting the pity vibe, which is, I think, what people are so afraid of with a a dementia or Alzheimer's diagnosis, even the TBI, as you mentioned. So the confidence building, the self-worth, the independence part, it's really important. And, And so the obvious question is, how much does this cost, and and is it is it terribly pricey, and how do I get it? <laughs> That's Patrick, uh, Patrick's my best friend now. It's not cost me nothing. So I, I guess you get it free. Hmm? He's got yeah, he's got he's got twenty years in, and you know I've got twenty years in, and he's got research in, and so I'm just sponging off of him. <laughs> Patrick, go ahead and tell our listeners about the um, cost. It's it's free. <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. It's free. Um, we, ha- we have a premium version for care facilities, um, but for like the individuals and the families, it's it's free, free to use. And in order to get it, how do they do that? Uh, just go to to the App Store or to the uh, Google Play Store and look for MindMate, and that's it. Excellent. And so, if facilities want to find out about it, you mentioned there's a version. For them, I imagine that has more options for managing larger numbers of people. Exactly. So basically, basically, what you can do, you can use the same tablet device for as many users you like in your facility. So you don't need a, an iPad or an Android tablet for every resident. Excellent. I mean, free. 
you can't you can't do better than that. <laughs> you yeah. get better so now he's your best friend, friend right? <laughs> I guess he's best friends with everyone, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, um, I think absolutely. that with, with fifty thousand downloads and a thousand messages, that is very very important because you're obviously using user generated commentary and testimonials to improve and add and and grow this application. So you're seeing the importance of small wins and progress and you know tell us more i mean how, what else are you seeing when people are using it so actually what we have seen w with our data which we are collecting already is that uh, people are sometimes a little bit over overwhelmed with all the options we offer like the games nutrition so what we have done in our last update it was just released like two weeks ago we are now creating a personalized daily activities plan just for you. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, you can just follow our advice how to basically um, train or just basically how you can um, have a, a useful useful day for yourself. So we basically pre-design uh, two games for you. We're giving you the tasks to add some pictures to your storybook. We help you with finding the, the right food for, for the day. So basically, we make it life even easier for you and you actually gain these nice green checkboxes so again, and some points as well. So we're giving you basically a sense of achievement if you complete certain tasks um, of your daily activities plan. That's incredible. Because I think a lot so of times... Go ahead, Ty. I'm sorry, Linda. I, I was just curious. I was just wondering, what has been your greatest testimonial so far? I'm sure you've got plenty. Oh, yeah, we, we have plenty. I think actually we went to a care facility the other week and we just saw a 96-year-old uh, woman playing our fruit frenzy game and she was so proud because she earned a golden trophy and she just so showed it to me with her like so happy. She was so happy that she achieved like the golden trophy and it was basically her best day in her life, she told me. This was like a really touching <laughs> experience for me. No, but what you're doing is giving people, again, hope and achievement and their, and value. Don't exactly. you think that if you can't do things or you are, are simply feeling as though nothing is brightening your day, this sense of achievement that you give people is wonderful. I, I know perfectly fine people who wish they had a greater sense of achievement with their days because the quality of life is not always good even when you are in uh, full uh, capacity. So as you're going forward, um, new improvements and things, will they come from user-generated comments? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's actually um, what, what makes MindMed strong. We, we just basically uh, listen to our users and if they tell us what they want, we can build it for them um, because it's really important for us to build a tool which can really make a difference. And without user comments and feedback, it's impossible for us to build the, the right tool for them. I, absolutely. Ty, question? I just, I, I'm, I'm just really, really interested um, in finding out more. I know, I know it's not on the Samsung smartphone because I tried to download it on, on Tablet, that. Yeah. Do yeah. you, yeah. do you have a, do we have a plan when that's going to happen? Like a time frame yeah. or I know we can um, get I, it on, on what is it? Your iPads and, and, and other iPhones, things, right? Well. Yeah. And the and the Android tablets. Exactly. But I think what Patrick is saying is that on the phone, it's very, very tiny. And on a tablet, it is larger and exactly. easier to manipulate. Okay. Yeah, we, we always recommend to use it on a tablet, especially for the senior generation. It's different for, for yeah younger people, but 
um, tablets have have certain advantages when it comes to usage. Patrick, also, you do, you would not need a high end tablet. No, 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 no. So you're talking about a basic uh, tablet to run this app. Yeah, that's the reason why okay. we decided to go for Android as well because it's just cheaper to to buy an Android tablet. I think you can get one for probably eighty dollars. All right. My goodness, that's, that's awesome. That's definitely good to know. Yeah. Well, and it, it's especially important in the military audience because <laughs> the military receives 97% of their information from phones and tablets. So right. I, I think that's a, a really excellent uh, tool with which to convey uh, the information. So we have just a minute and a half left. Let's make sure people know how to find out information uh, is there a phone number, a URL? Where would you find out more information? Um, I think through our website, um, as you mentioned before, mindmade-app.com. I mean, just can Google also for Mindmade. We, I think we are like the first ranked if you Google for Mindmade. Um, and also, like um, I can give you my email address. I'm happy to answer all the questions your listeners might have. Um, it's just patrick at mindmade-app.com. That's mindmate dash or hyphen app.com. That's phenomenal. So I I think that we've learned that this this app can truly help both ends of the spectrum from somebody who has a sudden traumatic brain injury and who wants uh, cognition memory help. And it can also help those with the more progressive Alzheimer's dementia um, brain and memory issues and give them confidence to go forward. Patrick and Terry, thank you so much for being with us and talking with us about this today. Again, you can find out more information at mindmate app. Dot com, And we are so delighted that you've joined us on Military Network Radio. And, and welcome to you also, Ty, for joining us this morning and in the future. We thank you very much for listening and join us on Tuesdays at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com. And in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance 